So we talked about how Stump was actually oh, working. Oh, horses. Is there horses? There horses. Is horses. So we talked about Yay. how... So we talked about how Stump was actually working. <laughs> 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 we talked about how Stump was actually working part-time at the warehouse where it's I work in my hot, office. Hot. I really so hot sweaty. there. Really hot there. And the, the, the funny thing is, so like, everybody knows that Stump is my son, the whole office crew that I talk about. Yeah, I would hope so. So whenever something happens and it involves him, I, I think they go out of their way to kind of make a joke about it and make fun of him. Not in like a nasty way, but... Here's Making light of the situation. Exactly. So here's your example. So last week, Stump was doing something upstairs. I was taking 12-foot steel warehouse frames up there. Open your eyes when you talk there. to me. <laughs> Look at me, boy. This is why I'm high, because I do so, shit like this during the day. They so, weighed like 80 pounds each. They were 12 feet long, and it yeah, was such a Yeah, but look at you. You shredded again. Yeah, I am. That's so the, when I say I upstairs, get paid to work out. When I say upstairs, I mean he, it's actually right above where our office area is. Okay. He was right above Is us. it like at the gym where you hear the weights dropping? I almost killed it. So we're, ju- we're just <laughs> standing there, you know, doing our work, and all of a sudden you hear... Boudouge. Stump killed a guy. It sounds exactly like the guy at the gym. <laughs> I pick things up and put them down. So it happens a few more times, and uh, Boomer George... Six more times. Six more times. Boomer George looks at me, and he's like, what the fuck is that? And I said, George, without even knowing the details about what's happening... You put the bed. Yeah. I can tell you 100% that that's my son doing something because instead of ethan bringing it up there and just setting them down on the floor no fuck that he just heaves okay so the he heaves. So, so dude it shook the whole fucking office so the problem was these poles were 12 feet long and like 80 to 100 pounds ah, they're 60 pounds at best i've lifted one bullshit those ah, bull go on i know 60 pounds those things ain't 60 go pounds. on motherfucker um the place I was putting them was already like a three foot high stack of said poles. Yeah, I've seen them in the back there. So there was no opportunity for a delicate removal. I couldn't. Like, okay, let's if get I to, tried let's get to the point of the story. Put it down. I would have lost like so two the, fingers. The, Stump's huge. The point we of the story it. was yoked again. Was uh, he's as, a confident. I'm taller than my girlfriend. I'm five eight, one seventy two. For a guy that wants to get out of breaks because we're, we ramble on. Yeah, but we're he talking about him now. Rambling so on festivals. It's, yeah, I'm let it go, here. dude. We get it. You were throwing. You have to. So anyway, pander to your audience. George happens to still watch the Flintstones, the old cartoon. On purpose? Yes. Okay. He's fucking weird. Yeah. And uh, he Yabba said he said to me, he said, you know who your son reminds me of? You Rock know, Lois. You know what we should call your son? Rock Peter. And I had no idea where he was going, so I didn't even try to guess. He said, your son's new name is Bam Bam. Bam Bam! Bam Bam! That was... Do you know uh, who Bam Bam is? The little he's the kid who hit everything. And he's super strong? Yeah, yo. I'll take it. He's uh, yoked, like you. Yeah, Cam he's Chan- yoked. Cam Chancellor's nickname was Bam Bam. And Bam Bam Gam, it rhymes. Yeah, Stump and I... And he hit people like a motherfucker. Or, uh, Rev and I agreed when I told him about that, that that would have been a great on-air name for you. Bam Instead Bam's st- not bad. Bam Bam isn't bad, <laughs> Would have been a decent football name if I wasn't already stumped, too. Yeah, and he had Bam been. Bam tattooed on his shoulders. Yeah. I'm stumped now, right? You are. Okay, yeah. just double check. No, you're yeah, still but we, stumped. We might mix in Bam Bam. Uh, that's it's fine. Good I really like I... Stump, though. But but the thing I thought of was that, like, Rev and I have the multiple names. Like, I'm Beave, Coach, Deck. He's Buddy. True. Co- well, I'm E-Dog sometimes. You could earn... Uh... E-Dollar Sign. E-Dollar Sign. Remember E-dollar those sign, days? Yeah, those days. Um, stump is just so... It's, I was blessed it's with it is. It's like, it is. It comes I was, right this off point, the I was truly blessed in my life with a fantastic nickname at an early age by someone else that has just endured for 
and a massive 15, posterior 16 injuries. years at this point. So, so coming, I was a short, wide child. Coming up so in this I. show, I'm not judging. I don't, I, I don't like know. Stone. I don't know that it's going to happen. But we may actually, as I told Rev on the chat, I've been trying <laughs> to capture. Sorry, I'm laughing at. What tr- you sent me. I've been trying to capture some audio of Boomer George in the morning because, as I've said many times, he comes in and he goes on rants. Yeah. And I think I've learned how to trigger him. So it's like the, what's that thing with the dog salivating? Pavlov. Pavlov. So I yeah. think I've gotten to the point where sure. I know of the one thing to say that I know he's going to go into a tirade so I could have the phone ready to record. Young people. Nice. So maybe, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I'm going to have enough audio to put together, but if what I heard could be translated i think it's going to be good and also we have to talk about next week about how he wants to fight you he wants to who boomer george boomer george wants to fight you why he wasn't happy about your reply on the joe Batamasa thing and he's not happy that you're a notre dame fan he wants who's to fight george Batamasa. joey joey Batamasa. who's joey Batamasa? exactly george gave me shit the other day because stump he asked stump aren't you pissed that your dad never played more cream for you and Stump was like, who the fuck is Cream? No, I'm and not And fucking upset. George was like, you are a terrible father. The dulcet tones of Eric Clapton and Ginger Baker? <laughs> oh, fuck that Didn't shit. Didn't Eric Clapton like... Clean audio, let's go. Did he what? Kill Didn't his son? This is quickly Didn't, turning yeah, into a Yeah, can you throw his son out of a balcony? No, <laughs> wow. I'm the beat. Or did his son fall out of a balcony? It's, it's Thursday, uh, July 23rd. We're getting precariously <laughs> close to... Four days till 40. To Rev's 40th birthday. And uh, we got an amazing thing coming up. It's going to be uh, next Monday. Nervous. This, oh, or this coming this. Monday. It's the, oh. uh, t- don't even try to figure out the Four time space continuum shift. But uh, I'm the Beeve, and uh, we're going to get through this quickly tonight, I think. Um, Today, Thursday, 23rd. I'm stumped. S- I'm stumped, and I, I feel like someone's not going to like my Eric Clapton comments because I have no idea what happened. So thanks, I, thanks, thanks, Bam Bam. I, nobody's going to like it. I definitely think <laughs> not I... Not somebody, nobody. <laughs> I definitely think I probably said something that was in a propes. I mean, he had a heroin problem, too, if you want to judge Sure, him throw that. him under the bus on that, too. And now would be a chance for me to apologize. But, <laughs> Rev, what's up? I am the Rev, and coming up, we'll come clean with our borderline homoerotic levels of love we have for the opening band and discuss my untimely departure from WCCC I'm so excited for this in break. Hartford, Connecticut. It's going to go... <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't know if it's going to be as exciting as I th- think it is in my head. It's good. We'll also fill you in <laughs> on what we're currently watching, besides porn, of course. Yeah. Open up the doors on the burn unit, and as always... We'll welcome Stephen Wayne from Inside Wayne Manor for his Manor Mayhem segment. Live and cover features, and we'll wrap it up with a fresh batch of Hot or Nots. Fuck you, And Stump seeing if he can get his entire fist in his mouth. I don't think he can. I don't think you can either. Exciting stuff. Can we we bet on this before I try? Yes. I will give you $20 if you could get your whole fist in your mouth down to the wrist. Not now. Anyway, this is Missio with Wolves. What we're betting on. (laughs) Coach, how much are you willing to pony up? Amsterdam, first time in the land, feeling kind of sexy, that's right, I'm with the band, no idea how we made it here, convinced it's all a joke, these Dutch girls say otherwise, but they don't know I'm punk, okay, I've seen some shit and I'm taking hits, but I've learned to let it all go, I've fucked around and I've made mistakes, but I love what I now know. 
Opportunities, just taking fees, hyperbole is my flow Bitch, I make my legacy, I'm counting threes when I throw Hey, somebody turn the lights out Hey, the wolves are watching Hey, this world will eat your heart out Hey, the wolves are watching I'm asleep. The city's kinda evil and I need to find caffeine. Rolling J's in alleyways, no care on this earth. These drunk girls getting litty now cause they don't know the word. Okay, I feel the need, I gotta buy some green so I can let the dog go. I pull my cash and I see that cap and he tells me he's 5 out. Why am I in cuffs? What the fuck is up? I have every right to know. I wasn't even caring so I should be free to go. Somebody turn the lights out Hey, the wolves are watching Hey, this world will eat your heart out Hey, the wolves are watching Spinning unrest. Come on, get your pill. I once watched Beave eat 15 hot dogs in five minutes, and part of me wanted to high five him. The other part wanted to induce vomiting. He's fixated with hot dogs, that guy.
four dollars and fifty cents. It's a Ryobi, sir. Go ahead, Riff. It already has four views. That was Castle Comer, a song that I can't believe we haven't played. That was Fire Alarm. Before that, Broods, Mother and Father, and we kicked off your Thursday. Missio doing Wolves. Oh, oh, oh. All right, read your thing. I can't do it. <laughs> Mizzy, so you owe me 20. Stump. Mizio, the Pope's official charity for the world mission, is providing alternative ways for supporters to donate to the Red Box scheme during lockdown due to COVID-19. Supporters are unable to get their iconic Red Boxes, of which there are over 200,000 homes across 200,000 and homes across England and Wales to their local Red Box volunteers or churches to be emptied. This has nothing to do with the band Mizio, but Google clickbaited the fuck out of us. That, yeah, they did. <laughs> that sounds like an English thing. It's a very English so, thing. So I actually posted it, that Castle Comer song. Oi. Is, is this another glitch in the Matrix? Um, I Because I, is it humanly possible for us to not have played that song in like season one? It, it seems unlikely to me, especially because we featured them, we featured them on the Instagram feed at least three times. And they were one of the bands that was very like thankful and contacted us and had a back don't and get, forth. Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad song to repeat. I fucking love those no. songs. No. And my gut kind of tells me that we might have, but I checked everything and I couldn't find it. So I think it was just a complete oversight. Castlecomer, if you're listening, we're sorry. sorry. You're Australian. It's fine. My yes. Oh, no. 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 That's how they say no. Vegemite. My. So, so we can actually segue into that. So the kids have been okay. watching this uh, Australian children's show. The Wiggles? No. Ethan used to, uh, Bam Bam used to watch it's the Wiggles. Ca- it's called The Investigators. My it's mouth tastes weird from bad. trying to put my fist in it. Uh, you I probably told you watched. to wait. <laughs> Where's the sanitizer? <laughs> but uh, Someone next over there. Yeah. So I've been trying to systematically program. So my wife thought the way they said no was funny. Because they, they literally say no. Nah. That's wait, how they I, say no. Nah. Spell that. N-O-R-R. No. N-A-R-R? N-O-R-R. Nar. Nor. Nar. 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 So Steph, okay. Steph does a really good impression of it. Ooh, so that's I've fun. Systematically, been trying to program her to make that the way she says no. Well, have you been doing like a mind experiment? Yeah. Like however, a Pat Love however, thing that we like about. it always does, it's backfired. Your kids are saying it. Now. No, I'm saying it. Oh. <laughs> what? And on the flip side of it, as I've mentioned before, I work for a company that's based in Australia. So I do have calls with my Australian counterparts. I feel like that every time you start using something ironically, it just becomes a regular part of your vocabulary. That's right. He's right. However, I can't keep my shit together when they say it on a very serious call. Right, because now the seed is sown in your mind, and as soon as you hear it, you're going to lose your shit now. What happens if you accidentally slip and say it while you're on a call with these Australian people? And they think you're making fun of them. Thank you. I don't know. No. <laughs> Would nah, they get offended? No. Just like, cough. Cough. No. Like, I'm just sure that nah. I, 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 I'm sure that Canadian people listening to us, if they're not our kind of people, might get a little offended when we do the Canadian the sorry? sorry thing. I don't think I, I don't think it's offensive. I think we're paying homage. You think? Yeah. He's Well, he's an offensive guy. He would know. Do you think a Canadian... Should we cancel Chain saying sorry? No, sorry. I don't think anyone cares. Nobody cares, right? Stump's fading. I don't, I don't, no, I'm here. I, intro the, intro the I song. was really thinking about that. We're good. We Gucci. I don't I don't think anyone would mind. I don't think so either. Um, but I, t- I would take your word for it if they did. Or if you said they did. This is Marshmallow with Be Kind with Halsey Surf Mesa remix. Wanna believe, wanna believe that you don't have a bad bone in your body. But the bruises on your ego make you go wow, wow. Wanna believe, wanna believe That even when you're stone cold, you're sorry Tell me why you gotta be so out of your mind, yeah 
stickers i need stickers for everything <laughs> i was fucking sharp stickers you're like a fucking four-year-old i want stickers i refuse to i lose, want stickers i refuse to lose my childlike innocence radio free radio spinning on rest
It's time for Manor Mayhem! Oh, another edition of Manor Mayhem Inside Spinning Unrest. I got to tell you, I love this podcast, man. I love these guys. I love these guys, man. I love Beave and Rev. They're like brothers to me, man. And Stump, oh, kind of like a nephew. But hey, listen, I love them just the same. Even though I know Stump has an issue with me, which we will resolve in person when I join Spinning Unrest in the hive. And then we'll see what he's got to say, what kind of stink eye he's gonna give me. (laughs) Now, from Hempstead, New York, one of my all-time favorite bands and a staple that was with us inside Wayne Manor back in the days of terrestrial radio. And for some reason, this song right here was a thorn in the programmer's side. They hated this song, so this meant we loved it even more. Just to fucking piss them off. The band is Glassjaw, and from their (laughs) successful album, Worship in Tribute, this would be Tip Your Bartender. And the artwork for this album, hands down, one of my favorite, man, old school record player. Not a turntable, a record player. And always remember that those people, those servers that bring you your food or your drinks are depending on tips for their livelihood. So if they give you good service, you should tip them really well. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah! And don't tell me you tell them, don't eat crackers in bed, that's fucked up. Woo! Come on! Manor, mayhem, spinning unrest, go!
Big thanks again to Stephen Wayne, InsideWayneManor.com. Fuck No. Wow. No. Wow. No. Wow. Bad. Shots fired. Wow. Bad. Downstop. That was uh, our weekly Manor Mayhem. Glassjaw. Can you fucking... Daryl Palumba. What? <laughs> don't ask me up. why I know that. I, I don't know. I mean, like Glassjaw for me, it's like one of those bands, like if someone said, hey, I like Glassjaw, I'd be like, fuck, Glassjaw is awesome. But then I would be like, how do you even know who fucking Glassjaw is? I mean, for me, at least. Yeah. we They opened for brand new when we saw them. Yeah. And we <laughs> I sat remember. outside smoking cigars. That was fun. <laughs> Name of the track was Tip Your Bartender. Before that, um, I, I, I've been official fan of Vacation Manor for a couple years now, but just two songs. Last week, we played the one song. Yep. This is the other song. Name of the album's Girls Say. It's called Careless. We open the block with Be Kind with Halsey, Marshmallow, Hard Brackets, Surf Mesa Remix. Stump. Quickly. Go, 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 go. Uh, uh, Halsey's. Single Without Me recently won Best Song of the Year at the BMI Pop Awards that we didn't even know were a thing until yesterday. Khalid and Post Malone shared the award for Songwriter of the Year at the event. It's Another one. I play as him in Madden Knockout, too. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) He's my go-to team. He has great plays. Um, Which, due to... That's a nice segue. uh, COVID-19 pandemic was held virtually. If you actually care about... BMI Pop Awards and like to see the fullest results, go to Billboard.com. Those are still a thing. We don't care. We don't care about and Billboard or BMI. Yeah, actually, or... the Madden Knockout thing's cool because I got like Snoop as a receiver, like Migos as a quarterback. It's weird. And then dudes from... You got Offset playing quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> you got Offset? So uh, we, we, we mentioned quickly last week that we were going to tend to use the break after... Because I think Manor Mayhem with Stephen Wayne S-Dub is a good segue to talk about some memories from the days. It sounds yeah, good. More or less to give Stump in a couple of minutes to tap out. Play and, some ponies and yeah. not really pay attention. I just slouched down and opened my phone up. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so uh, we talked last week about uh, the little run. It wasn't a run-in. It was kind of a... We did a lot of stupid things when we were... The Facebook post is what, what? you're referencing, right? Stabbing in the back. That's what we talked about. That's what we talked about last week. It yeah. No but it was on our website. Facebook wasn't a thing oh, yet. Shit, no Facebook. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, we posted a little bit of a thing that took a shot at the station. Uh, Stephen Wayne heard some shit about it. Now, I will say that Stephen Wayne did, after he listened to that, shoot me a text and say, dude, I was wrong. Eh. No, you, he wasn't. You guys were right. I don't think he was. And I told him, and I said, dude. And I think what he, what, what he meant was that. He wasn't wrong in what his intent was of trying to teach us something. More or less, he was maybe Could have wrong gone about in, it in a different way. The delivery, that, right? Right. I think he was felt a little bad that he didn't deliver it better. But you know, those were different times. But I told him that you and I collectively both said, and he heard us say, "Totally no problem." Yeah. We it's, under- it's laughable at this. point. We learned nothing, oh, yeah. and we'd still do it no again. Harm, no foul. Right, we do it again. Oh, no, there was harm. So, <laughs> some harm, some foul. So, as it turns out, um, and you said a couple times when we were talking about that little incident, you said, and I think your words were, this was when I was no longer there. Yeah, I was already out. You were already out. So, I don't want anybody to think that by out, you mean I just decided I don't want to come back. No, I didn't, I didn't tap out of my own free will. I was, I was asked not to come back. So, let's give the high-level two-and-a-half, three-minute overview of what transpired to get you removed from the premises of the radio station. So keep in mind that we didn't actually get paid. We did not. We were working for free. And and you know what? Not for nothing. Um, We did have a lot of fun. 
But sure. when it came time to bust our ass, we busted our ass. Dude, yeah, I, I can't remember the num. I can't even count the number of promotions that you and I drove to and busted our asses for five. And six we were hours. also the first interns ever to run a promotion by ourselves. By ourselves, without staff members. Involving Ronnie James Dio, by yes. the way. Go on. That picture's legendary. <laughs> I know. So aside from being involved in the Saturday Night Manor, which <laughs> is probably where I should should have stayed. Gotta go that way. Should have just stayed with the Manor because that was. But I, I thought my foot in the door would have been getting in with the afternoon show. Our foot in the door, it was I was trying right. to get us in. Right. Even if it Which was Which I thought was smart. I supported you fully. Even if it was a midnight to six AM shift on a Saturday right. and they paid us in pizza. Exactly. Um however it was it was right around Christmas time and I remember this vividly that uh one of the DJs sent me out to go buy 40, 40 ounces, a couple of forties. Okay. Now let's just back up and say for a second that the people on the afternoon show yeah. were complete assholes. I think they were <sighs> disloyal. I mean, your view may be different, but my only concern when you did that, and also Stephen Wayne's concern that he voiced to me at least, was that they're gonna fucking cut you off at the yeah. ankles if given I'm, if anything I'm happens. Easily replaceable. Right. Fully expendable. So was the DJ who got no loyalty. unceremoniously let go with me. <laughs> so uh, Rube sends you out for 40s. <laughs> for 40s. And we think we're, we're holding off. This is the afternoon show. So I think it was probably like 5, 36 o'clock. Yeah. Like I said, right around Christmas time. We're thinking everybody's out of the building. Yes. You know, I, I think it was it was a Thursday or a Friday. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The general manager of the station walks in. Who is not a very forward guy forward thinking guy. he was he was an older gentleman yes and you know what he ran that station very successfully absolutely for a lot of years so yes and and again this was my fault this is he's not going to be the guy that's going to be like hey you're drinking beers that's cool well Merry and Christmas. here's the thing there was a cup of beer in front of me that was 100 full that i hadn't take a taken a sip of yeah and i wasn't going to okay because I, I know when you're in the studio and you're an intern, you are not supposed to drink. You, do, you don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> no. So there was a full beer off to the side of where I was sitting. Yeah. Okay. But that was all it took for the general manager to come in and see this. The DJ got fired and I got asked to not be an intern anymore. <laughs> no, no, I don't remember because a lot of that shit, like I could, I barely remembered calling you the night the Stephen Wayne incident happened. Yeah. So... Did he say, I, I mean, you were obviously running a shift yeah. on air. He didn't, like, say leave. No, it, it was after the fact. Okay. So and he, it didn't come from him. It came from uh, the head of promotions at the time who who fought for me. He went to bat right. for me. He Ner- tried. Dude, Nervous Rex, I don't know if he listens or not, but we're going to do a break just on him. One of the nicest fucking guys I ever Stand met. Stand up, dude. And he, uh, he fucking loved us, dude. And we loved him. I think... Something about our personalities and his, we and we we totally. We were also jived. a little bit older than the typical intern. Exactly, I think yeah, and, and, um, and a little bit took it a little more serious. So I know, I know, you went to bat for me as well. Yes, um, and I think Stub even went to did. to bat for me as well. And I thought, and I think you got up in one of the other DJs' face who was on vacation that week for saying, "Oh, I had big plans for him," and you actually got in his face and it I kind of did. It kind of ended that relationship. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Rhino. So, you fucking rhino. What it did. He was the most, and and we're not going to go into it a lot because we have another break on the people at CCC we hated, but I'm going to tell you something. In all the workplaces I've been, there have been none that were as cutthroat and disloyal. Dysfunctional in, as well. Dysfunct- and not disloyal across the board. Right. I'm just saying, like us and Stephen Wayne, we'd fucking take a bullet for each Listen, other. Listen, dude, we're still... 
20 years later we're still, exactly. we're still in cahoots with exactly that but so. the people that and it was one of the things like keep your enemies closer because yeah. the people that wanted to step on you to get up higher yep. they would fucking take that step over nothing dude but once again I mean, fucking disloyal once again it was very very educational I learned a lot oh from yeah it. sure um, and not just about radio about just life fucking in life in general yep. so it was a great time and I'm just going to say right now before we get out of this and before we get in the next week's CCC break about who we ate it Fuck you, Rhino. Fuck you, Rube. Fuck you. Rube called me in tears, feeling horrible. So I, take I the, don't. Rube, unfuck you. Yeah. Um, fuck you, Holden Johnson. <laughs> uh, I thought we were doing this for another break. Fuck you, Picozzi. And that's it. We're good. So, yeah. Let's go. Oh, Stump's back just, <laughs> just in you time. You didn't have to take a bathroom break. I know you were. This is another band that we are extremely high on in the year 2020. And I think we played live stuff from these guys before, but this is newer. This is Betcha doing July. I wish we'd started in the rain So that when it was green We'd think it was a fine day I know Yeah, I think I misbehaved Somewhere along the way Now I wish I hadn't strayed my world Cause I Go! 
That was live from the hive. Don't call it a podcast.
2019 by Kid Capici. Before that, we had Hirsch with Plugged In. Kicked you off with our Live From Our Hive. Betcha, our vinyl sessions, July, live, beef. Oh, thank you. After being playlisted by mainstream radio stations while supporting Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, who we played last week and we confessed our love for across Europe earlier this year, the Hastings Quartet, Kid Capici, gearing up for an even bigger 2021. Two frontmen recently talked to Guitar World and spoke of sellout tours, a busy festival season, and some, quote, very tasty support slots in the crosshairs. Band's debut LP is due out later this year, and as soon as we have tour information, we'll possibly, maybe, I don't know, pass it along. Maybe. Do we have an intro for Water Cooler Talk? We do. I got one. (laughs) Nice. Don't they sound good, dude? For those of you that know me, hi, I'm Stephen Wayne, by the way. For those of you that know me, you know that I don't watch a lot of television. I will tell you, though, that I love myself a good cartoon. An adult cartoon. <laughs> and I also love porno. Who doesn't love porno? But you know what intrigues me? What these beautiful people in Spinning on Arrest are watching. That's right. What are we watching? Go. Stump. Hey. hey. What's playing on your current streaming service and why? Uh, two. Something I just finished because it was only... Are you going to do the one episode thing? Yeah, yeah, dude, I'll do one episode of anything you tell no, me. No, 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 no. Are, are you going to do the one we just talked about before this? The one that's only one episode long? No. Okay. Nope. Two. One was the documentary, uh, Alt-Right Age of Rage. How fucked up was that? So that fucked was... up. I watched it with my girlfriend and her sister, Holy and we shit. were all me and Steve stunned. watched it. Give stunned. us, give it, and I think, and I'm not forcing you to talk No, no, here. no, 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 no. I it, want to give it, an overview of what it is. independent investigation documentary into the Charlottesville riot of like 2017 or whatever 
and it interviews Richard Spencer, a uh, white supremacist, alt-right leader, and Daryl the Barrel, Daryl the Barrel, Antifa activist. So Daryl the Barrel is a man. Far left and far right. I believe, on this I believe riot. he said it. Antifa. Mm-hmm. Antifa, mm-hmm. however you want to say it, and it just covers everything. And it's not; it doesn't really tell a narrative one way or the other. It does. It's which very middle. It, it toes the it line in the middle each of the road. Side just say their piece, and I love watching that type of shit because as horrific as it is to watch, like white supremacists explain their, you know, plans for a white ethno state, it's still you gotta, you, you gotta got, know, you, you, you gotta know. I think it's important insane. to hear. It's even a valuable if you don't agree. exercise in getting outside of your own perspective. I think so, and I think anybody listening to this. Because uh, we, we talk very little politics, but when we do, we try to stress that the extremes on each side are just as insane as the other one. But that show... That was, was fucking mind-blowing. It was dude. fucking mind-blowing. I'm glad let's, you watched let's it. Let's choose them. I starred Warrior Nun. It's uh, on Netflix. Oh, yeah. How is it? I've seen it. I've scrolled by it a couple times. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend watched an episode, and then she was like, hey, you want to like start this? I think you might like it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's kind of like sort of you, Lisa, Doug... Said it reminded her of like a modern day Buffy because it's yeah. like kind of you get the following the chick like a little dramatic figuring out her powers. Okay, but then you also get like nuns with automatic weapons. Which and shit. I mean, that, that's enough for me to. So, get. Doesn't it say in the synopsis that she's not actually a nun. The main character isn't, okay. but no. there is an order of nuns, nuns. with automatic weapons. That's bad. Yes, exactly, and they use them in the first episode. So I'm like, okay, you know what? They Fuck suck it, you in pretty quickly with the trailer. Like the first too. episode isn't even like it's pretty slow and like you know setting up the mm-hmm. story, up, but yeah. even then they still manage to. There's enough shit they going go out on with the bang. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I've only got one. I've actually got a couple, but there's... It's gory, too. It's really gory, It's really too. gory. But there's one that's kind of been almost on the level as the alt-right thing. Okay. And it sounds strange when you... Like, even when I first saw it on the Netflix screen, I was like, "I what is this? So just hear me out. And you may have seen it already or okay. seen the trailer. Zac Efron... <laughs> oh yes. yeah, I watched that too. How could you if you if you own Netflix and been on it in the last you've seen weeks, his face, you've seen the trailer. former star of High School Musical, um, you know, big star Hollywood had a drug problem, got himself clean, uh, movie star, really funny guy, and whatever you think about Zac Efron personally, it's fine. So anyway, he met this hippie dude, and they decided to put a documentary together called. Uh, what's it called? I can't remember. Sure. But it's Zach Dude, Efron. Open up fucking Netflix and yeah. you see Zach Efron. It's Zach. Yeah, yo, yeah. It's Zach yeah. Efron something. Now the cool thing about uh, it is that it Zach Efron goes places. No, <laughs> it Zac, might just be going places. It might be, but 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 the, it's Zach Efron. The, you'll see his fucking face. The cool thing know. about it is it's like Stump and I have always been into travel shows. You know, food, trying out weird shit. Yeah, and it's that, but he's focusing on like. Sustainable, sustainable yep. sustainability, yeah, and green, green and, stuff, and doing good shit for the earth. Shit, and much. and as as some people, especially if you're not into, or if you're like we said, a bright er person, would probably say that's fucking hokey. A movie for me, and and I'm very judgmental when it comes to shit like that. I'm going to tell you, this dude's 100 percent legit. <laughs> yeah, he's trying you to help. To be. Yeah, he's trying to help people get a message out. But so, and the the best part about it is he's doing it with this fucking hippie buddy of his. Right. It's like fifty year old. Looks like Laird, v- Laird Hamilton. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the guy is fucking hysterical. And they just go to a different country, find like a good thing to promote. Then they eat and shit. It's really cool. Check it Steve out. Steve secretly wants to watch that. I'm telling you, dude. She won't let it's me. fucking. Uh, good. So this past week, my brother and I made a very very difficult 
decision. Oh boy. We decided to defer our season tickets until next year, which means we won't be attending that made any me sad. Patriots games this the year for the first time in 21 decision. years. Should give them to me. I could have sold them. So with that being said, giving you like 50, 50 I have gone all in. I've uh, gone back to watching Last Chance You. Oh, ah, there you finished, go. There have you? Go. Yeah. I finished season four. There you go. So wait, have you, did you start at season one? I I watched season one and two pretty rapidly. Started season three and took probably a year off. Okay. And then burned through season three and four. Those are so you know what you gotta good. Do? Dude. You got to get two screens and play Madden while you watch Last Chance. You like the Stump best does. So I I have since I, I I wanted more of like kind of the same thing. So I've transitioned to another show that has four seasons currently on Netflix. That's a good which is QB One. Oh, I started watching that too. Yeah, oh, nice. Uh, it's yeah. interesting. And there's there's some familiar names in there. Jake Fromm, yep. who yeah. is now a member of the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Barely. This is him in high school. Barely in there. He almost got cut. Yeah, and the thing I like about that yeah, is they cats. start off, like you said, when they're in high school. Right. And it's kind of shocking sometimes to watch. There's uh Like, it's intense. Yeah. Even in high school, it's fucking intense. Well, and it's funny because I, I just finished the first season and started the second. Yeah. Um, the kid from the first season who you thought was going to be the one to make it. Yeah. Um, which ended up being, it, it was this kid, Tate Martell. Yeah, I remember him. Doing yeah. nothing. 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 That's rough, Nothing. Man. Transferred uh, from the Ohio State to Miami and, and got Burned out. Not, didn't burn out. Just Six never won starting pick. position. Yeah. yeah. He didn't even get drafted. Ouch. There's another one, too, that part of my take's been pimping. It's apparently about football players down south who, like, the town they're raised in chases rats through, like, sugarcane fields or whatever. Oh, you yeah. told me about So uh, they're, like, super... Send me the name. Yeah, I'll find I that. will watch the fuck out of that. Apparently they're, like, super good at football because they're so used to fucking... Chasing rats yeah, through they're, they're sugarcane fast fields. <laughs> they can juke. Shifty, yeah. Anytime, Stump. Oh, um... That's our test to see if you can hear the fans. <laughs> I hope I have a good bet under that. This is me. <laughs> this is my intro under the covers. Stump, guess the band. It's Skinner, I know this one. Oh, good. Look um, at you. Deftones, B-Sides and Rarity, Simple Man. Strangely enough, third week in a row we played Deftones. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Nope, it's fine. Okay.
Under the covers. That yeah, great name, fellas. Spinning on rest.
touch your soul and tell you what you want and I want you in your code. I keep you safe, nothing to fear. Already know, I know. I felt the pain, I shed the tears, and I gave go blindfolded. I can still see that you're here. Yeah. That was Trippy Red. Sure. <laughs> Dreamer before that band of skulls with Killer. Another one that I'm pretty sure we've played. And we kicked it off. I think it's okay. With Deftones covering Leonard Skinnerd, Simple Man. Simple Man. Stump. No new information for any of the bands in that block, but we did want to let you know that Beeb successfully used the word uh, cacophony in a conversation at work last week. If you're not familiar with the word. He knows we're going to be reading this when he's not in the room. I know. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines uh, definition reads a harsh, discordant mixture of sounds. Humble brag, I already knew that. Cacophony <laughs> comes from a Greek word made up from kakos, bad, and phone sound, bad sound, bad touch, no, no square. It entered English in the mid 1600s. Example, listening to spinning unrest is a cacophony of epic proportions. This is what we do, people. This is what we do. It is time for us to check into the spinning unrest burn unit. Ladies and gentlemen of the high, fire up! those taste buds and let us know on your spice meter where this week's dish lands another week installment here we do it every thursday in this same spot it's called burn unit uh i will say the last few weeks have been hot sauce centric yes just want to remind everybody that it's not just a hot sauce segment i think i think it is at this point it might be because the hot sauce is so easy to find and you know they're everywhere and it's so so we did talk about a couple weeks ago placing uh where was it, Monroe? Monroe, yeah. Monroe, Connecticut, about 30 minutes of here. Please. And we'll mention him in the story. <coughs> we will. The Angry Pepper. I spent about 70 bucks there. And as I was, as the kid Chris was ringing me up, who was a really nice kid, got us some good stuff, he said, you know what? Here, have this for free. Okay. And what it is, is it's their signature sauce, the Angry Pepper. All it's, it's a, I mean, it has an Angry Pepper on it. You can see he's angry. Don't, don't. Wait. Look at the angry pepper. Pump the brakes. And then next to that, it says XXX hot scorpion pepper. Now, last week, we did uh, Pepper Joe's scorpion pepper sauce. Right. Which we loved. That's it was by, fantastic. By far our highest rated sauce to date. And they did DM us, the people from Pepper Joe's. Loved us. Loved the segment. The guy listened. Let me, let me nibble. They're going to send us a bottle of blueberry... Ooh. Ghost Reaper hot sauce, but today it's Angry nibble. Pepper's signature sauce. Okay, here we go. Scorpion it's, pepper. It smells spicy. It's it's. So let's dunk it. Let's ding it. Dip. Salute. Stump you in it. Yeah, I already have. That's good. I didn't get enough. So um okay. Hmm. So what I could tell right away and what i just confirmed was that i was tasting some other kind of pepper besides scorpion pepper okay and i thought it might be a habanero and it is so there's it says the first ingredient is obviously vinegar after that scorpion pepper habanero pepper and uh there's some garlic in there too yeah there's definitely some garlic in there split Um, that one up yep there is not an aggressive upfront burn burn. at all No. no That's why I'm going back for the for the second. The I bring three nuggets, even though I know Stump doesn't do them, so we can do just this. I like splitting the last nugget right. with you. I uh, my first chip wasn't heavily covered, and I actually ended up eating almost all of them because it wasn't that 
It's not. It's not overly. It's not no. overly spicy. It's got a fantastic flavor. No, it has a good, and it has a burn to it, but not, but not a, aggressive. It's. It's no. I would say for me and all the ones we've done, that is the least aggressive up front, uh, heat wise. Um, but again, not a. It's there, it's not an absence of heat. It's no, a very it's mellow. It's mellow. No, it's not not I hot. Feel it, I feel it on my tongue. I don't feel it on my lips. I don't think I'm going to get the nose runs from this one. Yeah, so uh, go ahead, I'm just, I'm just now going for the water. Yeah, so go ahead. Give us your assessment. Minutes. Give us a um, heat level and taste. Go. From a heat level, again, the heat's not aggressive. Uh, so I'm going to say it's a solid 4.9. That's a good call. I like the that. Heat. Yep. Uh, flavor, I'm not going to lie. I fucking love it. It's really good. I'm going to give this an 8.5. Good score. Stumper? Uh, I'm going to say it's... Definitely not overpowering. Mm-hmm. It's a distinct burn, though. It's not. It's very and it's 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 evolving a little bit. It's I just very, I just took a sip of the water and it kind of dissipated. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not insane. I'll give it a five three on the heat. No, nah, five six five five six. six that's fair. That's fair. It's very distinct. I can feel it, but it's not killing me. It's yeah. just letting me know it's their taste. I agree. It was really good. <clears throat> um. I'm gonna go eight two on the taste. Really? Yeah, eight two is good. I like it. Really I, I ended up eating a lot more than I thought I would. So now, I enjoyed now, it quite now a is bit. that because I'm thinking that's a sauce that yeah, I would try? The shit's good on the chips. I would I would take that and pretty much pour it all over a slice of pizza. I and would be go happy with it. Pretty heavy on the usage <laughs> because it didn't. I had a chip that was doused in it and it didn't even kill me. Uh, yeah, yeah you'll that. be fine. Yeah. Do that, Rev. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. Join as the well. club. Do it. So we're just taking a chip. That's what I did. Yeah, you're dousing a filling. Yeah, we're filling up a scoop. Oof. Have a little bit more burn with the with the uh, heavy-handed pour. Yeah, it's good though. It's good though. That it's got my not, lips. It's still a not. Bit. No, it's still not killing me. But I'm that, not uncomfortable. That got my lips a little. All right, in really party. good. So I'm gonna say for me, I would classify that as definitely a volume hot sauce, as opposed to some sauces where it's like you just want to drop. Right. <clears throat> it's tangy. You know what? Very tangy. There's some kind of fruitiness in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the heat for me. And I want to make sure people understand that if we give something a low heat rating, it doesn't doesn't mean mean it's it's bad. bad. I'm giving it a 3.5 on the heat. No knock on it. It's just enough heat where it's not going to make you uncomfortable. This is more of an everyday. This is an everyday hot sauce. Exactly. Thank you. Something that you'll pour over your eggs, pour over your pizza. Flavor for me. Pour over, but I think most people could use this every night. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I mean, not douse your pizza, but cover enough so you get a bite in. So I would give it a. Flavor. I'm gonna go pretty high with this. I'm gonna say 8.9 on the flavor. Yeah, so this, yeah. this is gonna have a good flavor rating. It's gonna yeah. average out to like 8.5. Yeah. So Angry Pepper CT, like I said a couple weeks ago, they don't sell online. I think 8.55. I think. I think there's a couple places that do sell this online. So if there is, we'll find them. We'll link to it in the story. And check out their website. And check out their website, Angry Pepper. And if you're ever in the Connecticut area, I don't know why you would be, except for the fact that we have almost no COVID now. You might want to come uh, in. Yeah, we've you know, done pretty good. About we're doing that. pretty good, yeah. And uh, hit up Monroe, Connecticut. And then stop by and see us. Just don't be a dick because we're not very tolerant of that. Bring us some hot sauce. Not in this neighborhood. Yeah, bring stop hot what? sauce. That's you, Coach. Oh. oh, is it? Sorry. Where are we? Oh, yeah. One more break. How have we not? This is a K-Flay song that's not a collaboration. And have we played it? And how have we not played this? I don't know. I'm going to check the stats on that one. This is a, you guys are in charge of that. This is K-Flay. This one's called Giver. I call my brother yelling out. I fell in love and then fell out And I don't know if I can take the hit I let a stranger in my bed I pretended you were him Cause I needed to feel wanted I, I gotta, oh I gotta 
the shot But all I do is fuck it up Screaming cause I've got it too good to cry I put the medicine inside my head Apologize for all the things I said Girl, it takes guts just to survive to Radio Free Radio. Oh, come on. This one is... Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I just read this. <laughs> but I will uh, allow you to use this, seeing as how it's going to start fading. Okay? All right. We'd like to take a moment to say thank you to all of our dedicated and loyal listeners. Give it up for yourselves. Come on!
that was Churches with a V with Leave a Trace. Before that, we had Paramore with Hard Times. And sorry, I just had that song playing in my head for a second. I forgot. Get through the. It's very catchy. And we started you off with a KFA collab that we have somehow not played yet. It's a non KFA. Thank you. No. KFA non collab that we haven't played yet. Giver. Red. They make you wonder why you <laughs> Side even note, I'm try. feeling a little burn on the tongue through this read. <laughs> yeah, it's, right? It's, so. it's dancing. It's burning, dude. After a fan recently recreated Paramore's Riot album to art album art to display names of police brutality victims, the band printed it as a poster for purchase with proceeds benefiting the NAACP and Color of Change. The well-intentioned fans were not pleased with the message. It sent and responded to the since-deleted Twitter announcement with concerns about the poster being exploited to the movement. Exploitive. Get through it, coach. <laughs> well, offering suggestions of how the trio could better support BLM. While we agree that it was in bad taste, we do give Haley a pass here because we eat the poop. We definitely eat the poop. I drove a little. Uh, have, have you ever seen the video for that Hard Times song? Yes. It's weird. Is it the one where they're breaking the world records? It's like 80s. It's like an 80s synth pop video. No, I think they're just dancing around. Oh, there, there was one Paramore video where they just, through the whole video, they decided to break... Strange world records. I think you dreamed that. Like how many bot? No, because now Ooh. we're gonna play the song next week, and I'm gonna remind you. Of I this. think this was a dream. No. And I also think we needed to put it in the clocks. Now we need to talk about your dream. Oh my god! <laughs> don't, gonna don't make you so, so we're gonna do a final check-in. Uh, yeah, final we check-in. Then we'll get to the hotter in here. Hold on, let me stand up. Dude, I am. You my guys shorts are... are not sticking to me. No. My legs are actually chilled. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm as comfortable as when I work in my office, which is climate controlled to 69 degrees, giggity. All right. And this is fine, dude. I think we did it. Gonna make you I think we broke. Well, again, it's it's comfortable outside. It's not overly hot It's out a little today. muggy out, but it's not hot. It's just muggy. Well, we'll have to see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Here we go. Now, let's check in with this episode's Hot or Not. I think spinning unrest is hot. Ooh. H-A-W-T. Come on. Elton John. <laughs> Hot or not. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So back in January, February of 2002, the girl I was dating uh, was a big Billy Joel fan. 3J? No. Oh, is this the same Still girl? The same one okay. From Go college. Ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I purchased tickets to see Billy Joel and Elton John with Holy the primary shit. intent of going to Having see Billy sex. Joel. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's it. Right. Uh, <laughs> however, Elton John, it was another one of those moments like I had when I saw Paul Simon where it was like, oh. I forgot this is Elton John. Oh, I forgot every, he every song. And it was literally fucking every song. hit after hit. After hit. So I would say his older stuff, I'm very hot on it. Never really got into his newer stuff. Uh, can someone name me some Elton John songs? Hold Tiny me Dancer. Closer, time to dance. Yeah. Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. I hope you don't mind. I hope okay, you I'm don't not, mind. Okay, I'm not hot on Elton John. Really? I I he was like, kind of funny. So you brought up this topic not knowing where you were going to uh, go I brought it up because... Well, I'm not so hot strange. on him. He was kind of funny in Kingsman too, but He was really. fantastic in Kingsman Fantastic. Man he was in Thank you. Um, I brought this up because Elton John looks like John Elway, and I was playing Madden before this. Elton John looks nothing like John No, Elway. the name Elton John looks oh, like John Elway. Oh, J and E. Oh, so yeah. Fair enough. You okay. cared nothing about whether you had an opinion on the guy or not? It was just... Yeah. Um, I will say 100%. I'm not... The kind of guy that goes around is recommending he Elton Man? John. He's Rocket Man. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. I love Rocket Man. Would you like to resend your 
date your vote. So you're lukewarm is what you're gonna. Say. Yeah, no, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna go back to I'm hot. Fuse up no, I, I actually have to go back and switch up to hot because I sing Rocket Man a lot and Thank I quote you. it. And Stewie sang a great episode I, of Family Guy. I'm a Rocket Man. Whatever <laughs> asks me, whenever someone asks me how high I am, my response is higher than a kite. Thank you. Because I'm high from Rocket Man. It's a kite right now. So uh, I will say, yeah, I don't go around recommending Elton John or talking to people about Elton and John. I think it's good. I will say I'm a hundred percent huge fan of Elton John. Uh, I don't know if I have a thing between his old and new stuff. Be a long, long time. I guess the classics. Yeah, the classics. I guess I'm a classics guy. Yep. So, I, I mean, I don't know what he's doing or what he's up to, but I'll say he's written. And it, let's give some props here. Yep. Because everybody talks about Elton John. Not many people talk about Bernie Taupin. Everybody forgets about Bernie Taupin. Everybody forgets about Bernie Taupin. And I'm going to tell you, every time you listen to an Elton John song, you should fucking give some props to Bernie Taupin. Also, his real name is Reginald yeah, and I'm they're gay. Or one the of them's gay. Elton John's gay. Elton John's gay, for sure. Gay. What do you got, Riff? Not the uh, let's go with hot coffee. Oh, oh no, no, no. I know no. where Stum's going with this. Uh, I'm... Hot coffee. Now, don't... Yeah, can we, let me say, can, can we get some details on this? Yeah, regardless of... Don't take into account the time of year, because obviously different times of the year... No, it's time of day for me. Are well, we talking, no, are we actually, talking fresh pour just from a pot, not like sticking in a microwave and making I mean, already hot coffee so, hotter? Anything. So, okay. in general... I'm hot on it, because I'm hot on all coffee. Yep. Uh, the only time I drink hot coffee is when I wake up and I'm at my place and I don't have to go out right away. Okay. Like, if I have an hour to sit down, I'll make a hot cup of coffee and love it. If for whatever reason I have to get up and go, I'll buy iced from the store, and I've been doing that for like. Do you have a caffeine ever. addiction? Do you think? Hundred percent. So it's uh, the lady at McDonald's makes fun of me because I'll get like just a black coffee in the morning, but then I'll come back at like midnight and get a milkshake, and she she's like, "You got the audacity to get just black coffee in the morning and come back here and get so a milkshake." It's, it's nicotine. Don't you fucking judge me. Caffeine. Weed. Gambling. THC. Uh, you have video a games. Addiction. Video games. Uh, I've been. Managed my gambling addiction. Have you? I know. Yes, I've had it. Yeah, I've been crack and stick. Mm. <laughs> that's okay. That's mm. that, that's my favorite addiction. Mm. Um, I will say it, it's funny because I stopped drinking coffee, and Doug will confirm because her and I, I both did. You have no reason to lie about it. We stopped drinking coffee for about two years straight, and that's all coffee across the board, just none. Right. For a while, I was using those little energy shots in the morning, the five-hour five energies, in lieu of the coffee. The problem was that we both were getting really bad heartburn. Yeah. From the five-hour energy or from, from the coffee? From the coffee. Okay. That's both. the main reason we stopped. The five-hour energy, not as bad. Um, then at one point after a year or so off it, and you know we're both taking the the heartburn pills. Yeah, the Tums or whatever. Tum yeah, whatever it is. Zyrtec. That's yeah, Zyrtec, something like yeah, that. Right. And that's, isn't that allergy stuff? Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Um, I have to go buy some after this. <laughs> that's what I needed tonight <laughs> yeah, was Mucinex. Clearly. Um, but then I'll say, after a couple years, we decided, oh, let's just try to make some iced coffee. Iced yeah. coffee, no problem. Like, Way we didn't get the heartburn for some reason. I could drink. No acid reflux. No reflux. A large iced coffee from Dunkin' in one sip in the morning. Me too. And Without I will say. my mouth leaving the straw. Giggity. So right now, I drink an iced coffee every morning. Okay. I will never drink hot coffee again in my so life. Not totally. Hot. No, I like it sitting on my beanbag <clears throat> chair playing Madden in the morning, but no. that's about it. No. So I am weird. I don't like my no, coffee steaming, steaming hot. You're special. Like I, I like I, I put it in the Yeti, and then which is designed to yeah. literally keep your beverage right. piping hot. Yeah. And I wait for it to cool. Okay. <laughs> Not like what? ice cold, but just like kind of warm, so I can I so can you take like healthy sips. Yeah. 
My advantage is that I've conditioned my mouth to be very resilient to hot beverages over the years, so I could drink yeah? that shit right away. How about away. hot load? My suck suck powers are pretty good. <laughs> so so uh, finish us off. Let's so, get the fuck so, out of here. So uh, I do want to say again, and I, I I had to put this in the closer of every show just because we were on, forgetting. You didn't do one yet. Oh shit! Sorry, that's right. Um. Oh, and I have one too. Okay. I I was talking about the kerfluffle. I think it was off air that I had yesterday with, and you witnessed some of it with the kids outside. Yes. And there was a lot of confusion. Yes. And it was it was one of those things that just sent me into this fucking anxious, stress filled fucking rage. Yes. What happened was uh, Hannah and her boyfriend went to the wrong pizza place to pick up a pizza. Because there's more than one in this town. And I cut them some slack because yeah. there wasn't communicated clearly. But during the kerfuffle, because I'm friends with the owner of the pizza place that they went to, not the one I ordered from, I ordered right. from a different one. And he knew that she was my daughter. He felt bad. He gave them t-shirts. Nice. Martino's. Nice. The guy, Tom, he's a really nice guy. So they came back and, they, and her boyfriend, uh, Chef Skiff, who cooks for us. Said, uh, oh, here's a t-shirt from Tom. By the way, he was driving around like a fucking chauffeur. He's simp. Um, so <laughs> it was great. It, it was an extra large, but I realized, and I was like, I think we've kind of talked about maybe V-necks or, color or whatever. Yeah. But the thing I instantly didn't like about it, and that would, I think, make me not want to wear it, is that it's just white. What are we even talking about? We've talked about this again. Yeah, white t-shirts. Is this a hot or not? Yeah. What? White t-shirts. Oh. Pretty hot. Hot? Yeah, they show my dark tattoos through them, so I like that. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is. But the people get a little peek of what I'm packing under I, my chest. I own like if you were the... ordering a t-shirt online and it came in white, red, black, gray, blue. I order black 100% ever... of the time. You're never going to order white. I, do, what I, I have already. I, is it because we're tubbier guys? Yes. I don't know that it's because we're tubbier Shut guys. Shut up! I, self you used to be tubby. There's I two reasons why I and don't. And then I got a nicotine and caffeine addiction <laughs> and dropped 70 pounds. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a slob. Yeah, ex- me again. too. Thank you. And not only am I a slob, but I sweat a lot. Yeah, I do too. It- so you, the white shirts, like this one, this is this. I'm wearing a white shirt right now. Yeah, a white button down. This will be the only time I wear this without an undershirt. It's got a pair. It's got lots of parrots yeah, on it. Yeah, it's a bird shirt. I it's like a strange. Shirt. I like white shirts. Um, uh, and I don't understand why anybody like a restaurant like that who's ordering shirts. Yeah, with sauce would be like. Get them all in white. Get them blue. We're giving out white. I mean, how much more could blue ones be? But anyway, yeah, like I was saying, I wanted to put in the clocks. We always forget to thank him because not only when we he... don't forget to thank him. Well, we have it in a while because I put it in the clocks. But okay. up until that anyway. point, uh, we had the manor mayhem today. But even when he doesn't do his manor mayhem, his voice is all over the place yeah, oh yeah. in between songs. The fourth voice. Go Fourth voice. Go on over to InsideWayneManor.com. You could get his podcast episode, Instagram, socials, all that kind of stuff. You listen to a show on Saturdays, you'll hear us live from the hive, and we're finally gonna do it. We're finally gonna get to it. Finally. We put S Dub's picture up as a mugshot and gave people three choices of what his crime was. Urinating in public, drug trafficking, or stalking. Stump, what would you guess? Uh this stalking. is a true stalking? Stalking. Wow, bold move. I would say urinating in public. Urinating in public? But I also know S-Dub. Like yes. a misunderstanding stalking, though. Like, yeah, like I wasn't really stalking Not you. Not cyber-stalking, like physical stalking, though? Um, like me stalking. Fun or you, stalking. sorry. You fun, stalking? Fun stalking. If I didn't know S-Dub, I would 100% said drug trafficking. That being said, 80% said urinating in public. 12% said drug trafficking. 8% said stalking. 
It was urinating in public. Stump, we're done. I'm leaving before we intro the song. Uh, That's fine. Uh, Eon DR, Sick and Tired, featuring Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker. All right, let's go. I already got an offer. I've been losing my mind, trying to figure it out. But I'm stuck in a drought, I guess I'll start again. I've been losing my mind, trying to figure it out. But I'm stuck in this house. Lately I know I've been a punk and I need to sober up Double cup it got me stuck, I think I'm losing it It's every time that I've been getting stuck Still a line inside my head But my friends that they've been dead since I made it out It's every time that you cross my mind Remember the times but I know that you won't ever change I'm not sobering up, sick and tired of love If you draw that line, babe, I hope you know I'm crossing it I've been losing my mind, trying to figure it out I stab the opening Lately, everything I say You just tell me it's wrong I told her I won't be here long I can't hold it in Every time you cross my mind I burn another memory To keep yours inside I saw us drown like high tide And everything is nothing If you're not here tonight I've been losing my mind Trying to figure it out But I'm stuck in the drought I guess I'll start again I've been losing my I'm trying to figure it out But I'm stuck in this house I am my own friend Over and over again It's like I never